0: You alright? My name's Paul, I've got autism, and I make random videos about my version of autism and stick them up on YouTube, just in case anyone wants to watch them. Um, I haven't really got an update, but one thing that did get on my nerves today, um, I read a story about someone called um, Naomi Osaka. And the reason I looked over there is because I've got the name on the screen, because I knew I'd forget. Um, And apparently she's a tennis player, and she's refused to talk to the media. Um, So she's got fined for it. And she said the reason she does not want to talk to the media is because she wants to look after her mental health because, you know, you can, let's say you lose a tennis match, you can get kicked while you're down, uh, and she just doesn't want to feel like that. She doesn't want to feel crap. And I'm fine with that because what difference does it make if I hear a talk before or after a match? All I care about is did you win or did you lose because I have put a bet on you. You know what I mean? I'm not a big tennis fan, to be honest. But I don't see why she had to get fined. I don't see why the the host says you have an obligation to talk to the press as part of this. Because obviously it's all about money and who sponsors and things like that. Um but you know, she's bothered about her mental health. They're bothered about money and ratings. I know which one matters to me. And uh I just don't see why it's a problem, to be honest. You know, if I was a if she's like if she's a great tennis player, she'll win. There you go, that did all the talking, didn't it? If she's not a great tennis player, she'll lose, and that does all the talking. Why do I need to hear her dissect why she won or dissect why she lost? Not interested. You know, and I don't think it should land her in fines if she doesn't want to do the talking either. Like I remember back in the day watching WWE, every now and again you'd get this new wrestler come in. And they'd come in, they'd beat the snot out of someone, and then they wouldn't speak, you know, they'd just stand there, angry face on them. Um, you know, and then a couple of weeks would go by, they keep doing the same thing. Then you've got one of the announcers, like try to do an interview with them, and they just look at the announcer, look at the microphone, look at the announcer, walk off. And they did that all the way up until a pay-per-view, you know what I mean? And then that's what got the ratings in, because they didn't talk. So maybe if you've got a rebellious tennis player, you know, like your John McEnroe. He obviously he did a lot of talking, but you know, you love tuning in and watching that guy because you were waiting to see what he did next. But what about her? What if she's like the cyborg? You know, and she just comes in. She keeps smashing everyone, and she never hear her speak again. I think that'd be good. That that probably make me tune in because I'd be like, well, what what if she says something? What if what if in the middle of a match and it gets to the you know the game point, whatever it's called in tennis, and she just lets out a roar? You know, and. uh you know, all the clouds come in, it sort of sets the scene. And then, I don't know, I'm, I'm, in my head, she's turning into Storm from the X-Men. But, you know, it's, it's, it's more interesting, the less someone says, says me, doing nonstop waffle. But I think if you don't want to talk to the press and you're a sports star, so what? You know, what you do on that court or on that pitch or whatever you do as a sport, that does your talking. That's where your facts come from. Like if Cristiano Ronaldo or Lionel Messi or Neymar in football never spoke to the press again, who cares? You know, they're not going to get released from their football clubs because they're not talking to anyone. Because before they take the next breath, another club will have snapped them up because they're that good. It doesn't matter, does it? She doesn't want to talk to anyone, though she doesn't have to. And in a little bit of a funny way, I kind of get it because I'd be the same. You know, I don't know if she's got autism or anything. I just think she's looking out for her own sanity, to be honest. But, you know, I, as a hobby, write TV scripts. All right? That's just my little hobby. I enjoy doing it because I've got an active imagination. I have two million scenarios flash through my brain every split second. And it's cathartic to get it out, you know, to create these characters, to see where they end up. But I would never submit one of these. I could have the next Game of Thrones in here. You know what I mean? I haven't. That's that's well beyond my capabilities of imagination, to be honest. I do real stuff. But I could have, like, the next S.H.I.E.L.D. or, I don't know, the next Dexter. I love Dexter. Can't wait for that show to be back on. Um, You know, what if I had the next one of them on there? Or what if I had a really good show that actually represented autism as it is rather than when you've got those computer brains? You know, what if I had a proper show where it's an autistic lead character where they might be decent at something, but then they really struggle and it sort of shows how they get on when adversity kicks in for themselves versus what's going on in the world, how they're going to persevere through it while there's like an overriding storyline in there. You know, I'd watch that. But what if I've got something decent on there? It's never going to see the light of day because I'll never release it. I'll never send it somewhere because I don't want to have to pick it apart for the way TV people do pick things apart. And I know they're picking it apart because it's about ratings, it's about money, it's about drawing an audience. But I don't want to explain why, you know, the character isn't a different colour than white. Or, you know, the protagonist isn't a certain type of person, you know, because that's where the politics comes into it. And I haven't got one ounce of politics in me, in my brain, when I'm writing any of this stuff down. And most characters are loosely based on people I've met. And it's easier to write about them if they look like them in your head. So it'd be very difficult for me to make the lead guy or the sidekick someone other than white if the person I've got in my mind was white. But if the person was black, for instance, I couldn't then write that person as a white guy because that's not who he is. You know, like I always think back to a guy I used to work with called Rakeem. We used to go to the gym together a long time ago, which brings me nicely to my topic. Um, But, you know, I couldn't write Rakeem as a white guy because he was a massive black dude. You know, I couldn't have him in a in a Skoda because he used to drive a BMW. You know what I mean? So I'd find it very difficult. So if I had, say, people sat in front of me going, well, the person you call Barry, I'd like him to be called Sergio, and I'd like him to be a Latino. I'd be like, well, I can't write for him then because that's a different person. you know. So I'd find it that difficult, so I can't release my stuff to people because I, like this tennis player, I don't want the negativity because it will affect my mental health. It won't drive me forward. It's just a case of I'd submit it, and then in my head I'd be like, right, I've submitted it. If I never hear back from someone, that means they didn't like it. But if I hear back from them, I only want to hear back from them if they say, yes, fine, we just need to tweak a couple of things, but your characters can stay how they are. i would be like, all right then, let's have a chat. But fear and how it feels when you get kicked, when you put your time, energy and effort into something like this tennis player does for her training, just to get beat and then have to challenge like, oh, why did you get beat? Are you no good anymore? It just makes you feel rubbish. So I kind of get it a little bit. Um, And we can all obviously apply something where we'd understand. But this person's getting roasted on social media, sort of going, "Mm -mm. typical snowflake behaviour, this. You know, they need to toughen up. That's part of their job to have to answer to us. No, it isn't. Their job is to go and play tennis and win or lose. That's it. We've got nothing to do with it. Stop being so nosy. But anyway, so going back to Rakeem, going back to the gym, my topic that I wanted to have a chat about is dieting Um, because I need to. It's that time of year where I've put on too many pounds and I've got to shift some. So I thought I'd do a little chat about it. But again, I've waffled, haven't I? Man, I just need to have a section called Paul's Waffle where I just cut this video out, throw the waffle at the beginning and just focus on what I'm needing to talk about. But the reason i wanted to talk about dieting is because i read a lot of forums you know looking for autistic people who might diet and you know what what how how do they do it is there a, a particular thing that works for them doesn't work for them but like with a lot of pages on autism it's again the reason i can't do something is because of autism and for anyone who's watched me before you'll know i'm not that guy i'm the you know autism's a superpower we need to uh, hone it to work with it and mm-hmm. I read something which really got my goat if that's a saying and <clears throat> basically there was this person who was who said right setting out to do a diet and by half past 8 in the evening they were eating a bowl of sugary cereal they were like can't do it not for, this you know the diet was wrong it's obviously very very bad for you and what they said is they were by that time of night this is the first day they were dieting they had a headache that made them end up on the floor. They were in excruciating pain. They were rolling around. They were in absolute agony. They had to have the curtains drawn. Um, You know, and that's how they ended up with the bowl of sugary cereal. Um, And the stomach pains were unbearable. It felt like the stomach was being ripped inside and out with razor blades. And they said that was all down to autism. Now, I don't know about you, but if I was on the floor, rolling around in agony because i had a splitting headache that was that severe it took me off my feet i'd be thinking of phoning an ambulance not getting a bowl of frosties you know and you know having hunger pains you're gonna get them if you're used to throwing carbs in your face and then all of a sudden you stop eating them It's gonna happen you know that's 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 a, that's what happens when you diet so i just think that's a really bad thing that this person did was trying to blame that saying, obviously, when you're autistic, pains and issues are exacerbated. So, you know, for my own health reasons, I had to, you know, throw a bowl of sugary cereal down my throat. Um, where the reality is she probably had a sugar crash headache and she was hungry because she wasn't eating everything easy, you know, but don't blame it on autism. Naughty, very naughty. Just drop my pen. What am I going to play with now? Glasses. Um, so, you know, I didn't, I didn't like that because autistic people can diet and diet very well. Um, so what I thought I'd do is I would tell you how I do it. And it's not the way, but this I'm going to try and address the reasons why I have to do what I do. And obviously a diet works for people who want to do them. You have to be mentally ready to diet. That's the first key to dieting. You might want to diet, but if you're not ready to diet, you'll never do it. You'll never achieve it. Um, you know, and I'm not gonna be the guy who says, get on the treadmill, do two or two miles every single day, just eat lettuce leaves, you'll be brilliant. You know, it's because I can't get on a treadmill and do two miles, it's because I can't eat lettuce leaves. This is why I just wanted to do a little chat to explain how I spin my autism on its head and actually lean towards autism to help me eat better, um, if better's the right word. So, long story short. I'm fat. You know, so if you asked me a question, why am I fat? I would simply tell you it's because I put more food in my face than I'm willing to burn off calorie wise. Because that's the truth. You know, there's all again, loads of sites out there saying I'm big and beautiful. It's like, all right, you might be beautiful, but you're big. You know, so if you're going to have health conditions brought on by your weight, no offense to anyone who's overweight and who might be in England, but the NHS shouldn't pay for us. You know, if we, if like, if I get, Type 2 diabetes because I keep eating and won't stop. That's my fault and I should pay for that. It shouldn't be free on the NHS Um, because I caused it by me putting food in my mouth, by me not taking care of my health. I caused that, so I should own that. Um, But that's just my opinion, which I'm allowed. Um, So I need to lose some weight. And I don't measure weight by standing on scales. I measure weight by how I feel in my clothes. So, you know, my shirts are getting very tight at the minute. Um, Probably need a bra. (laughs) Uh, My trousers, I usually wear a belt. I don't need the belt anymore. And to close them up, the buttons are a bit tight, you know, to sort of close up. So it's just time. It is time to do something about it. Now, I don't like salad. I don't like vegetables. My body is broken. I've got a knackered ankle, a knackered knee, my back. That's another story. So, doing exercises is hard because, you know, what can I do where I'm not either affecting, you know, my legs or my back? You know, I can't just sit there doing this with my head all day, can I, and hope that it loses weight? Because <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'd get arrested for looking like a nutter. So, what I do, and I'm only telling you what I do because it's not the normal thing to do, but it's just the tweaks. Like I diet by tweaks. I don't diet by just cutting something off and going for it. And I know a diet is a short-term fix. I know, I know you need a lifestyle change to keep the weight off. I get all that. I'm not after, you know, um, reinventing the wheel on that. So I just, So this is what I do, all right? Monday to Friday, my working week, from the time I get up, so the time I have my evening meal, I only have products from a diet company, you know, like you get SlimFast bars or SlimFast shakes or SlimFast meals, you know, or obviously Atkins or Cambridge diet or wherever you are in the world, there'll obviously be a diet company that do it. Exant, I think they they're a company who do it. Um, so for my, this is where I lean to the autism. I will, just tell my brain, tell my autism, that if it's not a product that says that company name on it, then I'm not allowed it. Because I need the autistic part of my head to be my guide by leaning towards the yes and no, the black, the white, the yin, the yang, the right, the wrong, just the opposite ends of scales. And that makes it quite simple because I, I get products from um, <clears throat> from a company called the Cambridge Diet or One to One Diet I think it's called now, um, which I don't. If again, anyone in England, I will let you know this. They are not good for people with autism. All right, the products are fine, but it's how you get your hands on them. It's kind of, you need a dealer. You know what I mean. You need to, uh, you know, do a bit of scouring on the internet um, on their website. You've got to do a search for your area, and then there'll be people who supply the products down there and then you're giving them a text, you know, trying to trying to get your hands on some because they are like a drug dealer because some people will hold something. Some people will hold something else. Some people will charge a certain amount. Some people will charge another amount, you know, and it's all about finding the right dealer. <laughs> um, And <clears throat> what they want you to do is you've got to go and you've got to sign up. You've got to have your weight taken, your measurements taken, probably your picture taken. I'm not doing any of that because I don't want to be a part of the, you know, lose weight club. I don't want slimmer of the week. I'm not interested in any of that because it's social and I don't want to be a part of a group. I don't need to be a part of a group to lose weight. I need focus. I don't need the fear of, I don't need the competition. I don't need, how, how much weight did you lose this week, Paul? Four pounds. Well done. What about you, Marjorie? Five pounds. Yay for Marjorie. I don't want that. I just want, my brain to go, Paul, it's lose weight time. And I'll go, all right, brain, no worries. And then just do what I need to do because I'm just going to be better. You know, I'm not going on a, a lifestyle change. I'm just being better. But for me, the working week, because I know I have to work and because I know from, you know, eight till five or whatever, I belong to someone else. Then, you know, from getting up to the evening meal, my food can also belong to something outside of myself. And that's why I will just focus on them. So yeah, I I ended up finding a dealer um, who's very happy to just put the products in a bag on their front doorstep and we arrange a time when I'll come and pick it up and I send the money over via um, the bank, you know, transfer. Because that works, you know, I I had to text near on 30 people to find someone who would do this um, because the one to one diet is not autism friendly to start off very bad of you if you're watching uh so yeah i just i will have their products so i have shakes or bars whatever but it's got to have that name on it and again that's where i lean to the autism and say you know if it's any other food if it's you know if, 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 I, if i'm in the if i'm in the garage for example if i've refueled the car and i'm in the queue waiting to pay you have to walk past chocolate crisps everything like that i it doesn't register because it's no shops sell these products so i don't need to look and i can't be swayed i can't go well that bar is kind of like the bar i would have had so i might as well just get that one you know and i know i can't just go like to a sandwich shop at dinner where i might be going to get a turkey salad sandwich but then there's also a chicken and bacon mayo sandwich there's a philly cheese steak sandwich because they all look the same and I'm in the same place where I could just go, oh, I'm starving, I'm having that chicken and bacon. So it gives it its black and its white, its yes and its no. You know, Does it say one-to-one diet on it? No. Then you're not allowed it, Paul. It's as simple as that. Okay. <laughs> so that really helps my head. So that's how I get through the weekdays all the way up until the evening meal. And then the evening meal, I just change up a little bit. So I don't make the biggest differences. I don't just go towards what, the, what like the one-to-one diet is basically have their products. And then if it's not white or green, you're not allowed it. That's the easiest way of summarizing it. I don't like green. Um, so, you know, I don't do veg. I don't do salad. It's just not for me. It's just something about it, which is disgusting. So, you know, it's, I will still eat what I want to eat for my, my main meal of the day. But I'll change it up ever so slightly. So I will have wedges instead of fries, because obviously there's more potato than skin in the ratio of what you're eating. I will have something uh, grilled instead of fried, Um, again, for the reduction of the fat that it might hold. And then in some instances, I just might remove part of that meal, you know, so let's say I had 30 wedges. Well, now I'm having 25 wedges, you know, just so it's because I've got to enjoy, I've still got to want to eat my food, you know, cause I, uh, I live to eat, not eat to live. I, I love my food with a passion. So I'll do that through the week. So there's five days of just the products from getting up to the evening meal, an evening meal where I'm grilling instead of frying, And then when it comes to weekend, that's where I'm the worst. That's where the chocolate comes out. The crisps come out. The takeaways get ordered. The beer gets cracked open, you know, and that's which that's what expands me and makes the clothes tighter. So again, it's just about the little things. So. Chocolate, I don't really want because the products I have from Monday to Friday uh, are chocolate based. (laughs) So I'm chocolated out. You know, I don't want more chocolate. So that kind of fixes that issue. Um, The crisps, I get these big bags of uh, something called pop chips, Um, just addicted to them, I genuinely am. Um, And I don't eat a full bag. I eat half a bag. So I'm still allowed a treat, just not all of it. So one bag will now last me two days instead of one. You know what I mean? So that reduces that. Uh, Takeaways. Honestly, I I will get a takeaway two out of three days, you know, like I'll get it on the the Saturday and then on on the Sunday or I'll get it on the Friday and on the Saturday. So, you know, it's now just you're allowed a takeaway, Paul, but just one, (laughs) just one. Um, And if I still want a takeaway on the other night, I will have a homemade takeaway, which would be like marinated steaks, marinated chicken, marinated lambs that you can get from the butchers. You know, get them cooked up, throw them in a pitter, and I'll have a healthier version at home. Um, and then in the days, sort of the getting up to the evening meal time, I'll have bacon and eggs because bacon and eggs is all right when it's cooked properly, you know, because it's protein based bacon and good for you. So when it comes to the beer, because that's obviously the big one, I replaced the beer. So I still have an alcoholic beverage because it's important on the weekend for me. So that lets me know when it's the weekend because I don't do it in the week. Um, but to move away from beer and go on the gin and tonic because gin is a fruit. <laughs> so I'm getting one to be five a day. Um, and then the tonic will be slimline tonic as well. you know. And I will tell myself, right, you're allowed them, but... You're only allowed two on Friday, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. And you're not allowed to accumulate them. You know, you can't just save them all for Sunday and get snotted uh, because that's not good either. So by doing that, all I then need is time because I'm doing better. And I think that's what is important. It's about being better. It's not about reinventing the wheel. It's not about... You know, being that stick insect who can, you know, do, do yoga where you can tie yourself in a knot. No, it's about making the minor improvements where you can. And for me, that's where I can. I can make that fit into what I, what I do for a living. I can make it fit into my personal life. That's how I can achieve it. And then it will be a slower process, but that's where I will give it the time because I'm not cutting my nose off to spite my face. That's where I allow time to make a difference. And for me, I am starting tomorrow. Well, I'm starting on the 1st of June, so I don't know when this is going up. Um, And I'm doing it for exactly 100 days. And I'm ready to do it because I can't fit in my clothes and I'm not going to go and buy the next size up. That's cheating, you know? So that's my plan. That's how I'm going to go at it, you know? And because I, I, if you you know just going out there saying, right, you need to go and do the marathons, you need to eat the salads. I'm not your guy for that. We are all built differently. And I'm quite lazy when it comes to exercise. I haven't got the, the drive. I, I, back in the day, I did. I used to do powerlifting, like I say, play basketball. I used to jog, but my ankle's knackered now. Um, and when you're in that zone, it feels great. But I'm not in that zone. So I can't pretend I'm in that zone either. So I have to just make the improvements to how I'm living now to make a difference and hopefully by the end of them 100 days I'll feel better and I'll have lost a few pounds it's great you know because it's not about winning a race it's not about anything other than I just want to not weigh what I weigh now I would like to weigh less and because I don't weigh myself and it's all about how I feel in my clothes then that'll do what's wrong with that Nothing. You know, so that's, uh, that's how I'm going to diet, if that's what you can call it. Um, I have got a plan to potentially try and throw in half an hour's worth of exercise. But my version of exercise, again, is not running the marathons or getting up Kilimanjaro. It's literally doing half an hour of something physical more than I do now. So let's say on an admin day for work, I might be sat at a computer doing the typing all day. I might finish that, walk out of that room, come into this room, load up football manager. And all I do is click on a mouse. You know, that's not exactly busy work. So I might take a break in between that and walk into town, go and get a coffee and walk back. That's half an hour. I might just go the other way and go for a walk through the park for half an hour. You know, I might decide that I want to do a bit of a rejig of the living room and tidy it up a bit. You know, that's physical exercise. Get the hoover out. Uh, just to let my body know that it needs to move a bit more because I have become very sedentary over lockdown. Um, and that's it. So that's going to be me. Um, I obviously won't be able to tell you at the end of the 100 days how much weight I've lost because I'm not weighing myself. But the reason I'm doing it, as well as I'm just a bit too big at the minute, is because I'm going away in about 102 days with a friend, which I don't know if I've put that video up yet because I don't know what order I'm doing them in. Um, And that's just going to be an all-out weekend where there's going to be too much alcohol, too much food, too much daft stuff going on, um, and I'll put all the weight back on. But at least it won't be heavier. I'll probably just end up back as I am now. (laughs) But my mind needs the discipline, so I'm kind of lacking it a bit. So that's why I've decided to do it. Um so I'm not sure what the point of this one was, but yeah, that'll be me doing my little diet. Thanks for watching and until next time, keep smiling.